0: everyone, welcome to another episode of my podcast, Do Not Disturb, hosted by me, Rachida Tumaluri. This podcast is a safe place for you and for me, where we will be discussing anything and everything from daily life struggles, mental health, relationships, friendships, and so, so much more. So put your phone on Do Not Disturb and grab a snack and let's just get started. Hello everyone, I am so excited to be starting this episode. I have a very special guest here today, my first guest ever, which is obviously very exciting. It is none other than my boyfriend, Kavisha. Hello. So basically in this episode, my boyfriend and I are going to be talking about sort of how we met, our relationship a little bit. But we're also going to be doing the we're never really strangers questions. And that is how we're sort of going to test each other on our relationship and just on random things. Anyway, this is my first guest episode. So I'm still trying to figure out how I want to structure these or like if there's going to be a structure. I don't know. But anyway... Hope you guys enjoy, and we'll get started. So I'm going to get my boyfriend to sort of introduce him a little bit. You're
1: fooling on the spot. Um, My name is Kavisha, like Rachida just said. I'm 22. Mm-hmm. I'm, I am started working full-time this year. I work in an accounting firm. Mm-hmm. Fun stuff. Very fun. Um, And yeah, I am not uh, held at gunpoint to be here. I came here on my own will.
0: I don't think anyone thought otherwise.
1: Who knows? And that's pretty much me. Let's get started.
0: So, I think we'll start off with how we met and everything because I think I mean it's honestly not a crazy story. It's very kind of boring actually.
1: It's boring, but it's also sweet in its simplicity,
0: I guess, yeah that's that's a good way to put it, yeah, okay, so like long story short, we <laughs> met on bumble um literally right before the pandemic happened March in, 6 twenty twenty yeah so like right before it happened in twenty twenty. We matched and we started talking. We met in person about a week later.
1: March 12th, 2020. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no one is asking for the exact days.
1: I'm just saying it was literally right before COVID. Like yeah, days.
0: When did we go into lockdown? Like, like
1: I remember, 15th or uh, Yeah, it was mid-March. Yeah.
0: Um, so we went into lockdown in Melbourne around 15th. Like so- some sort of mid-March there. So we literally met right before like it really kicked off here. But yeah, so we met in person. So back then I was still in uni and so was CAV and he and i just met at uni and it was pretty casual because we met with like our friends there and stuff and i met one of your best friends um at the same time so it was kind of very casual but it was sweet because i kind of preferred that instead of making it like a whole big deal and having like a huge first date um i just wanted to keep things casual basically at the time yeah and yeah
1: then it was a bit hard yeah to see which... each other obviously because we were in lockdown mm-hmm. um but I think it kind of worked in our favor because there was just a ton of calling, a lot of late nights on Zoom, a lot of Zoom dates.
0: I think he just gave us some time to just really get to know each other and like spend time with each other like that. Obviously, it would have been great to do it in person, yeah. but it was some good time to like get to know each other on a deeper level. For sure. So yeah, and then he asked me out on a date. Um, Obviously, we were going to see each other and so in melbourne um obviously if you're from melbourne you know how hectic our lockdowns were basically our lockdown was lifted for like a week or a weekend or a few days something like that it was very 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 short before we got put back into lockdown so in that little period we had little sunset day we got what what did we we went on a walk um near a park and then we watched the sunset
1: very covid safe
0: yeah very covid safe (laughs) and yeah it was really nice so yeah then we got put back into lockdown which again i guess gave us time to get to know each other but i mean to be honest i think we were probably pretty much on the same wavelength yeah. um and then lockdown got lifted again and we went on a date so prior to this i remember i think i told cav what of my dream dates or i think actually let's scratch that so prior to the state that we had after the lockdown was lifted again um i told cav that i had a dream that we went on a really nice date. And it was basically going to be by the beach and we had pizza or something. I don't exactly remember the details, but I basically told him that I had a dream about it. And I was like just saying like it was so random. Um, And then once lockdown was lifted and we did go on a date, basically Cav surprised me and planned like a little nice beach date, which was super like surprising to me. And yeah, it was honestly really sweet.
1: I feel like that was not explained properly
0: <laughs> do you want to explain your side of it <laughs> Well,
1: the start was correct yeah you told me about a dream that you had yeah and i don't think it was a date per se but i was just there maybe
0: oh, and yeah, then you maybe. were on a
1: beach and we were having pizza mm-hmm. and then i was like that's a great idea for an actual date so i just told you get ready at this time i'll pick you up and you had no idea where we were going mm-hmm. um and then we just drove to a beach close by not mm-hmm. that close i think it was like 40 minute drive actually <laughs> yeah. And I basically recreated the dream and now it is known as dream date because it was your dream that turned into a date and it was a good date.
0: It was really good and actually I don't know if you remember but I wanted to vlog because I did not do any vlogging like in 2020 as much and I really wanted to vlog something and obviously that was like the only time I was going out because yeah I'm locked down. And I remember I vlogged it, I never posted it, but basically it's like a vlog of our day and everything. And I we just have it as like memories, which is really sweet to look back on. Like one of our first dates ever.
1: Yeah, it's like properly edited, but it never saw the light of day.
0: I think it's nice to have like something that's just ours and something we can look back on in the future and stuff as well. And so we went back into lockdown after that as well. So again, we were just in and out of lockdowns all the time here in Melbourne. I'm Common sure. Theme. Yeah, it was a very, very sad time and yeah so we were back in lockdown we were still talking obviously we're getting to know each other more and more and to be honest I was pretty much falling for you and I hope you were as well and yeah so then basically I was sort of waiting for him to ask me out or ask me to be his girlfriend
1: from my perspective obviously I would have preferred to ask Ruchi out in person as you would normally do I was just getting sick of the lockdowns and I was like I can't wait anymore so I had to adapt Mm -hmm. and improvise a little. (laughs) Um, So I asked her out in a bit of a creative way.
0: Oh, It was probably the most creative way. I've never heard of anyone doing that before.
1: Yeah, the suspense is killing the audience.
0: No, it's not really. (laughs) (laughs) So basically he made up like a whole pick your own story, pick your own adventure sort of storyline. And he made a bunch of different videos, posted them on YouTube. He posted them and basically he sent me a link to one of the first one. And after that, he had like links at the bottom of every... I don't know how to explain it, honestly. I think you should explain Yeah, it. let me explain. Yeah, go for it.
1: So it was, yeah, it was a pick your own adventure uh, story. So I basically, I had a storyline in my head um, where I played... Well, there were two main characters That were a giraffe and a cat yeah um and obviously they were uh metaphorically you and me Mm -hmm. i was the giraffe because giraffes are my favorite animal side note um i don't know why i made you a cat
0: i don't know either i I don't
1: what even is your favorite animal is it a cat
0: i don't think so what's
1: your favorite animal
0: i get like otters otters yeah
1: okay well noted (laughs) um But yeah, it was basically a pick your own adventure and it was a story about a giraffe and a cat that basically fall in love. And there was like, I think like 30 videos that I recorded. So I basically sent her the first video link on YouTube and in the description there was uh, links to two videos. So you could decide if you want to, you know, do one thing or you want to do the other thing. Like, for example, they could be at a crossroads. Um you know the giraffe and you have to choose if you want to go left or right and there would be a video for each and Mm -hmm. then you just go through the whole story but I've I made it in a way where no matter what road you choose what storyline you choose you always end up in the same ending um which is basically the giraffe asking the cat out and then I reveal that the giraffe and the cat are surprise surprise you and me Mm -hmm. and it's actually me asking you out and that was how I asked Rishi out On the 28th of August, 2020.
0: (laughs) Just gotta get the dates in there. Um, Yeah, it was honestly the most creative way of... It was like, honestly, like I thought you were proposing to me. (laughs) (laughs) I said yes, obviously, and we've been together since.
1: Yeah. To be fair,
0: we've been... I guess we would say we've been together since like March because... Yeah. We we were talking the whole time and there was no one else in the picture.
1: Pretty exclusive since March, so it's literally more than three years now. But officially... Part, yeah. just past two and a half yeah. so pretty solid chunk of time
0: mm-hmm. so yeah that is the story of how we met and how we started dating
1: yeah the rest is history we're still here recording a podcast about it yeah so, so i guess it must be going well must be going well i don't know
0: i don't know we'll see <laughs> so now that the boring part is over and you kind of know a little bit more about us our relationship and you know a little bit more about kev thought it would be really cool to go through some we're never really strangers questions and yeah we're gonna do that and I think it'll be really fun we've done it before I don't know if you remember we actually did it during lockdown it was actually one of the ways I was trying to get to know you so we did do that before but we don't really remember all the questions and stuff so we can go through that now I think that'll be fun okay so I think the first one that I'm gonna ask is just very casual and it's actually what was your first impression of me
1: do I start yeah you start okay um so like we said we met at uni so it was really really casual yeah and i didn't really have any expectations going in i just kind of like wanted to see what you're about and i think it was really good that it was casual because your friends were there Mm -hmm. it wasn't a date so i just thought you were just like really kind that's like the first thing that came to mind because you know it was clear that all your friends like you were close with your friends like you know they loved you and i don't know just the way that you carried yourself like i could tell that you have like good people around you And you just, like, attract a very positive energy and you just had that aura.
0: Aww, that's actually really sweet. Yeah,
1: I think you just had, like, a really kind personality. That's, like, the first thing that struck me.
0: Actually, uh, mine is a bit more superficial. (laughs) The first, well, I mean, this is more so, like, the first thing I noticed was just how tall you were. Oh, yeah,
1: I remember this. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. because
0: I'm I'm fairly short, so Cav is always towering over me. But I think in person, when you see that, I was like, whoa, he's actually really tall.
1: By the way, I'm literally... I, I don't think I'm even six foot. Like you I, are six foot. I think I'm barely six foot, You're if You're definitely anything. six foot. Okay. So it's like, still six foot then. Yeah, but it's not like I'm tall, tall. Like, she's just short. So anyone yeah. that's reasonably tall is tall to her.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, that was just, like, one thing I think like stood out when I was, like, walking up to you and stuff Yeah. my friends. I think my first impression of you was, like, pretty similar as well. Like, you were just really, like, very chill to hang out with. Like, you mesh so well with the people around me like my friends and stuff like from that day onwards we used to do like trips um like after lockdown finished and everything like we did trips with my friends and stuff like that like you just meshed really well with my friends yeah i said friends so much but yeah i just like noticed that you were really chill and relaxed and i really liked that like it wasn't there was like wasn't pressure to be any certain way it was just like two people hanging out and just like sussing each other but like not in a weird way it was just yeah yeah.
1: highly recommend that as a first date for people that are like
0: like nervous about dating and stuff yeah Yeah.
1: like it's it's such a casual way but like you get everything you need out of it i think you want to proceed and stuff
0: and i feel like it's always important to see how like your friends react to the person that you're seeing because like you they can like sort of pick up on things that maybe you're not like seeing as well that you're blind to yeah exactly that you're blind to um obviously that's not for every scenario but that is something to note like just to see how your friends react to the person that you're seeing it's always they always have something to tell you
1: but the funny thing is we didn't really even plan it like all that like we weren't thinking about all these things when we said oh let's meet at uni like yeah it was just, it was just in the, yeah
0: it was just in the moment sort of like during the day like yeah we were like let's just do it
1: yeah but it worked out really well
0: yeah definitely
1: so moving on the next question is who do you think was more nervous on our first date and first date i mean coming out of lockdown the first time i saw you
0: i think i don't know i was pretty nervous honestly because Even though we were getting to know each other, like, virtually and everything, it's always a bit nerve-wracking to see, like, the other person one-on-one. In real life. In real life. Um, So I was definitely a bit nervous. I don't know who would be more nervous. Maybe you were. Not to throw you under the bus or anything. But yeah, I don't know. I was pretty nervous, but I don't know if you were more nervous.
1: I don't remember being too nervous for that date, to be honest. I think I was more excited. But I do agree. Like, I was probably thinking about, oh, like, how's it going to go, like outside of just zoom calls but like we were already pretty comfortable with each other yeah but you don't know how well that's going to translate in real life because then it brings in the factor of literally like physically being there
0: yeah and i feel like your body language is like it's completely different and you're gonna actually sort of express that as a little a bit
1: yeah yeah and you're just like you know nerves can take over completely so you might not be the same online um but i don't i don't remember being too nervous about it i think i was more excited than nervous
0: oh that's good yeah yeah, I I would say I'm the same. It was just nervous to see if it would translate the way it was yeah. online to real life. That's but cool. it was a really good date. It was a very yeah. simple, very casual. Again, we're very simple and casual people.
1: <laughs> well, so- we kind of had to be. Well, yeah, I guess yeah. that's kind
0: of the only options we had at the time.
1: Yeah, yeah. we were. Yeah, we we'll were sticking to COVID-safe dates. We just went on walks. Yeah. We saw cow. We saw farm animals, and that's about it. Yeah. That's all you needed at the start.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah, that's good. That's a good question. Yeah, I think I was actually more nervous on that date because I thought you were going to kiss me. Mm. And you didn't.
1: I didn't kiss you. But we held hands for the we first time. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's like a <laughs> Sounds, primary school yeah. relationship. But I planned when I was going to kiss you.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: I don't think I had an intention of kissing you that day.
0: Yeah, I figured. I think yeah. we talked about it afterwards as well. At some point, I remember you told me that. Yeah, like you, you didn't want to kiss me on the first date because you just wanted to be a bit more like respectful and figure it out before like jumping into something like that.
1: Yeah, because like realistically, it was the first time outside of like it was the first time of us alone. Yeah, it, we went, we didn't have any friends with us, so I didn't know really. Like, of course, I I liked you, but I feel like from the first date, you can't just like I didn't want to rush into anything. Basically,
0: okay, fair enough. Yeah. I wouldn't mind if you kiss me. Of course,
1: but no, I planned it out. As you can tell, I like to plan things
0: out. So we're gonna move on from the more casual questions and we're gonna start getting a little bit more deeper. But a question I have for you, which I think is actually really cool to sort of see, is what is one thing that you have learned from me? And then I'll tell you what's one thing that I've learned from you.
1: One thing I've learned from you is probably if you want something and you're thinking about doing something, to just go ahead and do it and i think that has translated in a lot of things that you've done recently namely being the podcast Mm -hmm. as well because you've been talking about doing the podcast for a long time and you were like you know you were going back and forth about it like should i really do it like do you think it's worth it but in the end i think it's like a really good creative outlet for you i don't know why i'm talking so much about the podcast it's like Um,
0: free promo for me (laughs)
1: uh, yeah (laughs) subscribe to do not disturb that's basically the message no but um i think it's pretty natural to you know go back and forth about decisions like no matter how big or small it is but in the end you got to do you got to follow your intuition you got to follow your gut and i think i struggle with that a lot of times and i deliberate way too much about certain things very small things as Mm -hmm. well so i think one thing i've learned is to just go for it you got to do what you want to do in this life uh, because you want to live life to the fullest and that's basically it you know
0: yeah, that's, that's a good answer. And actually, that's really cool that you said that because um, from you saying that, like I can see that's translating in your life because you just went on a solo trip and that was something yep. you were like thinking, should I do it or should I not? Um, so Cab is really cool. He went on a really cool solo trip and he met like amazing people on it who are still his friends to this day. Yep. Like it's, it's just a really, a real cool experience. I said cool way too many times, but...
1: For sure. I think that was definitely influenced by you because I don't think three years ago I would have done that. And I think after doing it, I am way more comfortable doing more in the future. So I think it's hugely beneficial to just go for it. That's the message.
0: Yeah, that's the message. Had it here first. Yeah. okay that's good. That was a good one, actually. I would not really have thought of that for myself, to be honest.
1: Oh, well, I'm glad. Yeah. Okay, what's mine? It's good
0: to know. So, one thing that I've learned from Cav is to always look for the best in people, which I don't necessarily always look for the worst in people, but I think. I am not the most trusting person and I definitely would have touched that on my podcast a few times but it takes me a while to like open up to people and all of that so I don't like really trust people's intentions straight away. I think that's just like you know past life experiences and everything like that but when I met Cav he was always like really open. Like even just like when you meet new people like you always just look at the best intentions like it's never Anything bad? I don't know if I'm wording this right, but you just have a way of always like thinking the best of everyone. And I think that's rubbed off on me a little bit as well.
1: But I think there's like caveats to that. Like, I don't think it's a bad thing to be cautious. Yeah. And I'm sure there are people that have bad intentions. Like obviously there are people with bad intentions. And I think it's like you said, it's heavily influenced by our past experiences. And maybe I'm just naive and I haven't had, like I haven't had a bad, as many bad experiences, so I don't need to be as cautious, but it's always good to see the good in people. Cause I think I personally believe that most people in this world are good.
0: I wouldn't say that most people in the world are good. I think the, to me, I feel like there's just people and people can do good things and people can do bad things, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you're a good person or you're a bad person. Obviously, there's, you know, extremes. And if you are on one extreme, especially if you're on the bad side, then maybe you are a bad person. Yeah. But to me, I think everyone is just human and humans make mistakes. So I don't necessarily think everyone is just a good person. They're just human. Mm. And yeah, humans can do good or bad because we have those range of abilities and like that range of emotions to feel and express. Yeah. Got really deep. But I think, yeah, it's just like different philosophy. So I think maybe that's also why like to me, I feel like, I don't necessarily think that everyone has good intentions, but I...
1: But you can recognize that people can do good things. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, I can recognize that. And I think now I'm a bit more positive about it and mm. I can see that people can have, like, good intentions. I like that. Yeah, I like that one too.
1: Oh, I'm asking the next one?
0: Yeah, you're asking the next one.
1: Um, what have I helped you appreciate about yourself?
0: Okay, so I think um, something that you've actually really helped me sort of appreciate about myself is, like my creative side I think like when we first met I would kind of what's the word like push it down because I don't know like I just didn't have anyone who really like supported me on that and I feel like when we met like you would always like tell me to vlog and stuff like that maybe you're trying to get some clout from me (laughs) I'm not really a super creative person but you've sort of helped me be more appreciative of that and like that you know I want to be creative like I do YouTube and stuff and I feel like that's a bit of a creative outlet for me. And you've always been really supportive of that. Um, and, like, when we first started dating, I would actually, like, paint a lot. Back in, like, lockdown, it was, like, kind of one of my hobbies. So I would paint you a lot of random things that you still have in your room. So, I don't know. It was just really nice to feel supported and, like, see that you still kept, like, little paintings that I made for you. I don't know. It's really nice. And I think that's, like, one side of me that, like, I've never felt, like, truly supported in just because growing up. It's always been about school and all the academics and stuff like that. And even through uni. So it's just nice to like have a different creative outlet where I can let that all out. And yeah, it's really nice to feel supported on that.
1: I think I especially appreciated that side of you because I feel like I don't have that personally. Not that I want to have that side of me, but I feel like I've just like never really been into the creative side Mm -hmm. so and i've never been around too many people that were like super creative especially with like youtube and you know vlogging and all that so i just found it so intriguing and like Mm -hmm. fascinating and i think you're so talented and i'm like still amazed how you can like edit videos and all that stuff so i think i appreciated it so much that it like wore off on you that you're like wow yeah i should be appreciating this side of me like this person appreciates it so much
0: like, why don't I appreciate it yeah, myself? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And actually, it's funny you say that because now you are creative. So with the travel that Cav's been doing, so like I said, he went on a solo trip and he also went on a bit of a world tour with his parents. I would say world tour was, it was like four countries. Yeah, four. yeah, Yeah, but it was really cool. Like you got to see, Um, he went to Egypt and he saw the pyramids and all of that, which is like insane. Like it's a bucket list item for like pretty much everyone, you know. It's one of the world wonders, right? Like yeah. it's a must see at some point and people travel all over the world to see those things so i think it's really cool that you did that and he made a bunch of like travel vlogs from that he hasn't posted them anywhere but mm-hmm. i think it's still cool like i feel like maybe that's rubbed off on you a little bit too I and so too. you've sort of explored your creative side which is always really cool
1: yeah i'm still learning and i'm learning from the best but thank um, you yeah i guess i am exploring it a bit mm-hmm.
0: okay what's one thing i've helped you appreciate about yourself
1: uh i think one thing that comes to mind is I feel like I'm a very, uh, high achiever, overachiever even, uh, to the point where at times I'm not really like, I feel like I struggle with being content with where I am Mm -hmm. and I'm always aiming for the next thing. Mm -hmm. Like I don't take the time to appreciate where I am and what I've achieved because I'm constantly thinking about what I can do next. And that's a really toxic, uh, cycle. And a lot of, I think a lot of, um, Asian people Feel that way because it's kind of instilled in us to achieve, 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 and never stop. And you don't have a second to appreciate what you have achieved. So I think that's something that I've, you know, told you about, and you've always made me reflect on what I have achieved so far, and to just appreciate that. And I think that's something I do a lot more often, uh, where I just, you know, take a step back, and instead of focusing on what I'm going to do next, I appreciate what I've already done. I just said the same thing in four or six different ways but yeah i think that's one thing that's a major thing
0: that's a that that is a major thing that's a good thing so we're gonna get a little bit more deep now we're gonna ask a bit more thought-provoking questions so my next question is what about our relationship are you most proud of
1: i would say one thing that this is not probably what i'm most proudest of
0: Mm -hmm.
1: but it's one thing that i think stands out about our relationship Mm -hmm. um is the way that we handle arguments. I feel like we always... I mean, it's completely natural to get into arguments, and that's probably expected after three years. Um, But I think one thing that we should give credit for in our relationship is that we handle them pretty well in the way that we kind of make it a rule to not go to sleep without a resolution. And I think that's so important. I don't know about other people, but I personally cannot sleep (laughs) if I'm having any sort of argument with ruchi um which is not that often either that's the other thing so our conflicts if you want to call them that are not huge and they're not often so i think that's something that we should give credit for and when they when they do come up we handle them really well in a way that's mature and yeah we always find a resolution yeah and we never drag anything on and i think that's a really positive way to approach conflicts
0: i think that kind of ties in with my answer a little bit Because I was going to say that I'm really proud of, like, in our relationship, the way we behave and the way we've interacted has grown so much as our relationship has grown. So, obviously, like, when we met, we were in uni and it was, like, a lot. I don't know what the word is, but, like, it was a lot different because we were still getting to know each other's, like, love languages and how, like, we both approach relationships and stuff. I don't know, it's just grown over time where we both really understand each other's, like, needs and stuff which is actually quite hard to do, to be honest. Like, it's something that you need to, like, practice and... Not practice.
1: It comes with time.
0: It comes with time, but it's also something that you need to actively choose to, like, understand the needs and wants of your partner instead of sort of just, like, expecting to grow without you actually growing yourself, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, So that kind of ties in with that in terms of, like, when we first started dating, if we had fights, it would be a lot different. And I think a lot of it, if we can talk about it, like, is, you know, I have, like, a lot of relationship trauma and, like trauma from different things so the way i approached um arguments or conflicts was pretty immature and maybe like sometimes i still have those tendencies but it's like
1: you know what's most beneficial
0: yeah to to, to resolve it yeah
1: it's never like we don't say hateful things like in spite or anything like that we're always trying to reach a resolution because we know at the end of the day like we've we're committed to each other Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: the one thing we want is to re- resolve it and move on. Yeah. Like, that's the always the goal. Exactly. So when that's the goal, I feel like you approach everything a lot more, uh, in know, in a much more mature manner.
0: As our relationship has grown, we sort of understood what the other person is like. We've sort of found a compromise in the middle and we're able to, like, solve things pretty quickly because we can actually talk it out and listen to what the other person has to say and actually comprehend it instead of just, like, yeah, like, listening but not really understanding what they're wanting to, like, resolve it.
1: That's a good point because, like, as soon as something happens, I want to resolve it immediately. Yeah. But that's not always the best thing either. Mm -hmm. Some people need a bit of time. And I think, like you said, we found that compromise where, you know, I can recognize if we need a bit of time before we, you know, come together again and resolve something. That's completely valid. Even though I want to resolve it immediately, that might not be what you're feeling. And I think... Like you said having finding that compromise and figuring out what works best for you and your partner that's the best way to approach a conflict
0: yeah 100 percent.
1: that was more of a discussion than i thought we would have
0: i know that was actually that was good yeah you always want to grow in a world with your person because otherwise it's you want to be in different stages of life and that never really works out because you're both not really wanting the same things at the same time Yeah. anyway thank you guys so much for listening to this episode and getting to know me and my boyfriend We are going to end off this episode here. So if you have any other questions or you have any requests for future topics or anything like that, feel free to DM me on the podcast Instagram. I love you. And I'll chat to you guys in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Love you.